0: Hello, hello, fierce friend. Welcome to The Fierce Life with me, your host, Conceita Thomas. And in today's show, we are wrapping up our series on how to control an out of control sweet tooth or how to deal with the sweet tooth. And this is part five, addressing a sweet tooth that is caused by a habit of eating sweet. So we're going to talk really dive deep into habits and how they work and how to replace habits because we don't ever really break them. So if that's you, if this sounds like something you need to hear, stick around. We're going to play the show tunes. You can feel free to jam and then join me on the other side of that for this episode. Hello, hello. Welcome back. This is episode number 13. And today we're diving into how to deal with a sweet tooth that is just downright caused by a habit of consuming sweets. So I think it's really important to first say that this is not where you start. Okay, this is not where you start the journey of gaining control over that sweet tooth. I shared in the last four episodes, um, we got really down and dirty all about the sweet tooth, like the causes of it. And then we went one by one in the episodes and talked about how to deal with each specific cause. I wanna give you a word of warning that if you jump straight in by trying to uh, address your sweet tooth, as if it's solely caused by the fact that you have a habit and there were other causes, it's going to be much harder to address it and get control of it. What I'm sharing in this episode may not work at all or may not work as well or may require way more effort than is actually necessary for it to work if you skip those steps. So at least go back, listen to those episodes and at least assess, to see if any of those causes resonate, if they apply to you, and if so, start there. But if not, then do what we're talking about today. So the first thing that is important for me to share is that we don't really break habits, okay? We replace habits. We build habits, period. We replace habits. When we try and break habits, meaning we say, okay, I'm going to not eat sweets, Even if we do that for the short term, if we don't replace that habit with another action that gives us the same reward, stick with me, I know it sounds like craziness, but we're going to get into this, then what we do is we create a habit gap, and I wrote a blog about that, and I'll link to that on the show notes, and when we create habit gaps, we basically eliminate the habit, but we also eliminate the reward that it was bringing us. And yes, even bad habits bring us some type of reward or else we would not be doing them. And so we stick to not doing that thing and thereby foregoing that reward for as long as we can, but it feels like a black hole. There's something missing, which is why so often we go back to the exact habits that we gave up because we didn't replace it. And the reason why replacing habits is so important is because what we think of as the habit is just really the routine, right? It's the thing that we do. And that's only one part, one third of the anatomy of habits let me tell you, if you have not read the book, The Power of Habits, The Power of Habit by Charles Duhigg, you're missing out. But even if you didn't, and even if you won't, I'm going to give you a little bit of the Cliff Notes version of the core principle in that book that will really probably just shed some light and help you understand why in this whole weight loss thing, sweet tooth thing, and maybe even in life in general, why you've struggled with some habits, why we all have struggled and do struggle with some habits. So the thing that we look at as a habit, I've already said, is really the routine. It's the thing that we do. However, it doesn't stand alone. There is a cue or a trigger, something that tells us that it's time to do that thing, maybe that thing that we don't want to do. And then on the other end, after we do that thing, there is a reward. Yes, a reward, even if it's a bad habit, even if you are a smoker and you wanna stop smoking, and it's making you cough, and it's making you maybe not speak clearly, and always feel like something's in your throat, there is still a reward on the other end of that cigarette. There's a reward on the end of every habit that we have. So if we don't like the routine, if the routine is something that's more harmful than beneficial, and we want to stop doing it, we have got to address the cue or the trigger as well as the reward. And when we do that, then we stand a chance at replacing the habit, which is the routine, with something that's more beneficial. Let me break it down with some examples so that this really, really makes sense and you can understand how it applies to this sweet tooth, because that's really what we're talking about. So I have a friend and mentor, her name is Jill Coleman, Um, and she has shared, we have A similar backstory, at least from competition days, right? And having competed in competitions and then that led to like really, really crazy relationship with foods and body image stuff. And she shared about how she, when she was still in that struggle, right? Still on that hamster wheel that she would really struggle with froyo most days, I think she said every day after work, she would drive past the froyo place and whether she wanted to or not, whether or not she said she wasn't going to or not, her car would veer into the froyo line. She'd get froyo and of course all the things on top of it. And it was really driving her a little bit bananas and definitely making it harder to maintain her physique, which was her goal at the time, right? So in that case, what she was able to do when she kind of took this thing by you know grabbed this bull by the horns was that she started driving home a different way driving home a different way was removing the cue or removing the trigger and so when she was no longer driving past the froyo shop she was no longer automatically stopping in the froyo shop and it took way less willpower to try not to, to go in because it wasn't there, right? So in some cases, guys, with this whole sweet tooth thing, sometimes it's as simple as drive home a different way, right? If if what you are struggling with is similar to my friend Jill, right? However, I realize from my own experience and from coaching hundreds of women that It's not always that simple, right? Especially if, you know, if you are cute or your trigger like mine is it's nighttime and the the house is finally quiet and nobody's calling my name. And so that triggers the routine, you know, eat the sweets, which is the habit that we don't want to have. Well, in that case, it's not so easy to remove the cue or trigger. Actually, it's impossible. I cannot make nighttime go away. I cannot make the end of the day go away. I cannot make nor do I wish to make my family stay up indefinitely so that that time never comes so that there's never a trigger, right? That won't work. And maybe your situation is similar to that as well. Like if maybe yours is when I come home from work, you don't want to, for the rest of your life, never come home for work, from work to eliminate that cue or trigger. So in that case, when we can't eliminate the cue or trigger, what we do is we get really curious about what the reward is. So that we can create a different routine that produces this, a, an equally satisfying reward, same reward on an equally satisfying level, but a routine that is more beneficial. Let me break it down for you with a real life example. So I already said that one of my triggers was just end of the day, right? End the day with sweets. Well, shortly after AJ was born, who's my son, my eldest child, I started celebrating you know, surviving or thriving, depending on the day, right? A day of another day of motherhood and breastfeeding and simultaneously running a business. I started celebrating that with a warm bath, a book, sometimes tea, and most times candlelight, right? That became my evening ritual. I wish I could tell you that I did this on purpose, but I I discovered this quite by accident, even before I read the book, The Power of Habit. But What I discovered from the fact that my nighttime sweets eating, or at least actively needing to resist doing that, completely disappeared, what I realized was that it wasn't about the sweets. It was about unwinding. It was about relaxing. It was about rewarding myself, and that's really why I was eating the sweets, because sometimes it was stuff that wasn't even worth it, so it wasn't always really the taste, even though I had convinced myself that that was the issue, right? Well, when I created a routine, a different routine, and practiced that routine, meaning I did it enough times that it became habit, just like eating sweets at night was a habit, I was getting the same reward. The problem was fixed without actually telling myself I couldn't have sweets at night. I didn't. I never told myself that, but I wasn't anymore. That's how habits work. I'll give you one more example. So I have a client, a one-on-one client who I was working with, who a sweet tooth was a thing for her as well. Her sweet tooth, unlike mine, was at the end of the day when she would come home from work. That's when she found that she was really just eating candy and cookies and anything sweet and chips, anything, you know, sweet, even if she didn't really want it. And it was sabotaging her results. And we had handled everything else that I talked about in the previous four episodes about how to tame or control an out-of-control sweet tooth. And we realized it was a habit. It was just she had developed a habit of eating sweets after work, and it was the habit that we needed to address. But we couldn't remove the cue, and we couldn't remove the trigger because she was going to come home after work. So we had to really look at what was the reward for her. And the reward for her was unwinding. The reward was transitioning from the work day to the home part of the day. And she had no way of doing that. She had no after work routine. Eating candy was her after work routine. So that was what we needed to fix. We needed to find another routine that was going to relax her, that was going to make her feel rewarded, that was going to unwind her and help her transition to the home part of her day. And so that's what we did. We came up with a long, hot shower. Now, there were other things that she did. Sometimes she would read, you know, it depended. She she would add other things to that from day to day, but what was non-negotiable was the long, hot shower. And what's important to know is we did not say that she could not have candy. We did not say you can only have two pieces of candy. All we said is you will have a long, hot shower to unwind after you come home from work before you do anything else. And what I'll tell you is it didn't take long before the long, hot shower was all she needed to unwind, where she was not going berserk on candy every day after work. And I won't tell you that she never had candy again or she never had candy after work again. She did, but she was not just eating copious amounts and just completely out of control because even if she chose, keyword, chose to have a few pieces of candy, she did it after the shower, after she was already experiencing the reward of feeling relaxed and like she had winded down from her day and like she had successfully transitioned to home life. So when she chose to have candy at that point, it was just a few pieces because she didn't need the candy to get the reward. And that is how habits work. That is how you replace habits. That is how you leverage the power of understanding habits and knowing how to manipulate the whole habit loop, right? the The cue and the trigger and the routine and the reward. That's how you leverage all of that to beat an out of control sweet tooth that's caused by habit so that was it for that episode and like we always say around here after you learn something you have to do something so what your fierce follow up for today what your fierce follow up for today is should you choose to accept it is to just to analyze if you, if and only if you've already gone through all the other four steps, right? And you have identified that you have a sweet tooth that is provoked just out of habit, right? To figure out what is the cue? What's the trigger? What's the routine that you follow? What do you do? What's the reward? What's the good feeling that you get during or immediately after? And then figure out how to deconstruct or how to interrupt that habit loop, whether you can remove the cue or the trigger, like my friend Jill did, or whether or not you need to, like my client did, to look into what the reward is and come up with a different routine to produce that same reward. And I know this can be tough and sometimes as we're going through this, it can feel like we're on an island and we want other people who get it to talk to, talk to about this. And so if that's, if you feel that way, please do take advantage of my free support group. It's called Conceda's Fierce Friends. You become a fierce friend officially by going to conceitathomas.com slash become a fierce friend and you enter your name and email address and we get you into that um, private online group so that you can get support. And then if you found this episode helpful, please share it with someone else. You have at least one girlfriend who would find it helpful too. Text it to her, tag her on social media. Just let her know it exists. Don't forget to subscribe to the show so that you're notified when the next episode drops. And if you would be so kind on whatever podcast platform that you're listening to this to leave me a rating and a review, I will be really, really grateful for that. It helps me know that this content is valuable to you and helps other people find the show as well. That's all I have for you today, fierce friend. So until the next time, stay fierce. You're ready to master your motivation, keep your head in the game and get the results that you deserve. And I have just the thing to help you boost your mood and wrap yourself in motivation every single day. Visit the Conceda Thomas apparel shop today to get your motivational tanks, tees and mugs. Be sure to use the promo code Friend for a discount on your first order of $25 or more. You can visit the shop at conceitathomas.com slash apparel. Are you sick and tired of starting over when it comes to your healthy eating? Have all your failed attempts got you wondering why you can't seem to stick to anything long enough to get results and definitely not to keep results? Listen, it's not you. It's the diet. Giving up your favorite dishes just to lose weight doesn't last. And force feeding yourself food that isn't even culturally familiar just because some guru said it would help you get results is a setup for failure. When you are ready to get real results eating the foods that you already love, it's time to schedule your eating audit. Let me help you discover the tiny tweaks you need to make to get results from the foods you already eat every day. No more diets, no more following up the wagon, Just real lasting results with food you're actually going to be happy to eat after you reach your goal. Schedule your eating audit today at conceitathomas.com slash audit.